The eye roam put out a hand to her. All right, it's all right now. The woman's eyes swung at her wildly. The knife jumped in her fist. Noah, who'd been reaching for his phone, stopped, wanting his hands free in case she went for Marnie or one of the others. His heart was pelting in his chest. On the floor, the man's feet kicked. Noah needed to get down there and help, but he was afraid to move while the woman looked like this, frantic, capable of anything. Static had stuck her long blonde hair to her face in spikes. Marnie said, This is D.S. Noah Jake. Her voice was rock steady, calm. I'm D.I. Rome. We're here to help. She nodded at Noah, her eyes not leaving the woman's fist. The knife stopped jumping. The woman tensed with listening, as if her whole body was in air, watching the calm expression on Marnie's face, hypnotized by it. Noah had forgotten Marnie Rome could do this, talk people down. He'd seen it at the station, but never in an armed situation. Keeping his eyes on the knife, he took out his phone and dialed 999. Ambulance, please. He gave the address, aware of the breach of protocol. The refuge address was a closely guarded secret for the sake of the women's safety. It was a kitchen knife, an ordinary kitchen knife, in the woman's fist. Someone had thrown a big bunch of yellow roses on the floor. The man's feet kept kicking, smearing petals into the carpet. He was wheezing, red spreading on his chest. D.S. Jake, Marnie prompted. Noah pocketed his phone and crouched, checking for a pulse in the man's neck, searching with his free hand for the source of the blood, a single stab wound at the base of the ribs on the right side. His fingers slipped in the mess of torn tissue, and he pitched forward a fraction, sickened. Sorry, I'm sorry. He put a fist to the floor to get his balance back, keeping his other hand tight over the wound. It's all right, Marnie said. It took Noah a second to realize she was speaking to the blonde woman behind him. Put the knife down or give it to me. I'll take care of this, of you. The wounded man's face was square and pitted, pasty. The air staggered in his chest, pink froth bubbling from his lips. Noah glanced up, trying to get some measure of what had happened here. The woman's face was white, her eyes black. Her fist was red. She'd pushed the knife as far as it would go into the man's chest, deep enough to wet her fingers with his blood. An eight-inch blade, all the way in. That meant... Noah felt the suck of the wound under his palm. Bright spittle frothed from the man's mouth. His lung was perforated. Shit. Noah needed to stop the lung collapsing. He had to stop it right now. He pressed his left palm to the sucking wound, sliding his free arm under the man's neck so he could prop him into a sitting position. It wasn't easy. The man was over six foot and heavily built, padded everywhere with fat and muscle. Blood filled Noah's palm hotly. He had to stopper the stab wound, make it airtight. He knew this. Trauma training. In theory, he knew it. First time in practice. Here. A slim, dark girl knelt next to him, holding out a pay-as-you-go phone card and a cotton scarf, orange and pink. You sees. A flood of relief pushed adrenaline into the right places. Thanks. Noah could use the phone card, but not the scarf.
Is there cling film in the kitchen? She gave a sharp nod and straightened, disappearing from his line of vision. Noah took the man's weight, saying, Spit, if you can. The less froth in his mouth, the better. Behind them, D.I. Rome was holding the blonde woman. Noah couldn't see the knife now, but he could hear the woman sobbing, her teeth snapping with shock. One of the others said, How did he get in here? It was a girl's voice rising to a scream as she repeated it. How the fuck did he get in here? Marnie murmured something, and the screaming stopped. The dark girl returned to Noah's side with a roll of cling film. He covered the stab wound with a phone card in the hope it would stop more air escaping from the punctured lung before reaching for the film, struggling with it, until the girl knelt, the two of them passing the roll between them.